Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Ellen Gregory and welcome to the Head in the Clouds podcast. Hey there podcasters, it's Ellen here and I hope you're having a fabulous week. It's currently Friday the 22nd of May and I thought I'd record my podcast for this Sunday. Today I haven't been too busy, I've been working, I worked 9.45 till 4.30 today and I'm feeling so tired It wasn't a very hard day, I didn't do too much, but I'm just knackered now, I'm ready for bed. I don't usually work Fridays, Thursday, Friday is my day off and it's like my mini weekend. But I decided to do some work and I'm so tired and I feel like I do need an early night, even though it's already half past ten. And I did record a podcast for this week, but I've decided to save that one for next week and change my topic for this week's podcast. thing that has definitely been an issue today is the fact that I've got the Nintendogs shower song in my head. You know the one that goes and I honestly I just can't get it out and I think I've got to find my DS and play some Nintendogs to get rid of that sound but it's been happening since nine this morning when I went to work and I don't know why I don't know where it's come from I haven't recently heard it I must have but I was just the song oh Nintendogs the memories what an amazing game one of the best games ever This week's been quite a positive one actually. Tonight I did my couch to 5k and I managed to run for six minutes in two three minute intervals without stopping and I feel so proud of that. I feel like in my life I've never actually run for three minutes straight. Like I actually cannot think of a time where I've done three minutes of running without stopping and the second three minutes was all uphill. So that was also amazing and I nearly gave up. I thought, God, my three minutes must be up now. And then Laura, my couch to 5k girl, said, you've got one minute left. One bloody minute. I've been running about 20. So I carried on and I did it. And honestly, the feeling after I'd done it, I was so happy. I did record a little voice memo actually for the podcast. I thought that you might not want to hear it. I'm out of breath, but here is me doing my run. I've just finished. <laughs> I've just finished week three, workout one for couch to 5k. I feel so good. I ran three minutes, a minute and a half, a minute and a half, three minutes. I've just finished. My last three minutes was all uphill. As you can tell by my breath, I'm a bit tired, but it feels amazing. Like, I can't express how happy I am right now. Even downhill, I could not run 
for more than 30 seconds a minute and then I started doing couch to 5k and honestly the first three minutes of this work this run today it was mainly on flat a little bit downhill was like so easy and I'm just so excited to carry on but I just thought I'd put it in my voice memo to play to the podcast because it feels so amazing and I'll stop it there because I feel like I do go on a bit but honestly the feeling of completing that run was amazing I've never felt like not proud like that proud of myself because I have been prouder but that was something that felt amazing it just felt so good and it felt like I'd achieved something I've wanted to achieve but never have tried so it did feel really good and I cannot wait to do the other two runs this week and keep up with that but this week has gone so quickly and I know next week is fast approaching and so is the end of May and I honestly can't believe how quickly this year has gone by. I am proper proper worried that we are going to stay in lockdown till Christmas and that we might not be able to see all our family when Christmas arrives and that is heartbreaking especially for people whose family might live abroad. You might not be able to travel to see them or they might not be able to travel to see you and it does really hurt and it is a worrying thought. I couldn't imagine not being with my granddad on Christmas day. Every Christmas, me, my mum, my sister, my uncle, my granddad, my granddad's lady friend Margaret, who isn't his girlfriend, is his companion, but they do kiss, um, hang out and we spend Christmas together. And my uncle Frank, who passed away last year, he was on his own and he always came to Christmas. My granddad and Margaret are both widows, so they obviously have us around for them on Christmas, else they'd be on their own. If they didn't have us, they'd be on their own. And it's so nice to spend that time together. And I know if anyone was going to be on their own for Christmas, we'd invite them to our Christmas day because we feel like no one should ever be on their own. It's such a worry. And we just want to spread the Christmas love. And we have a massive roast. My granddad cooks it and it's amazing. The turkey, the bacon on the turkey, the Yorkshire pudding, the Christmas pudding, the carrots, the broccoli. Oh my God. Oh God, no, I'm so hungry. The cauliflower cheese. Oh, I'm so hungry. The stuffing. Oh, I need to stop thinking about it because I'm actually like, I've, I wasn't hungry and now my tummy is about to rumble because I've just thought of Christmas Day roast. And just how is the best meal of the year? It is the best meal of the year, without a doubt. So I'm very excited for Christmas to come around and I do hope by December we have a little bit more normality we have shopping centers open so I can go and grab presents and do last minute shopping and stress about what I'm going to get my mum and try and find some cheap perfume on Black Friday and work my way around Drake Circus and I'm very looking forward to it and I do really hope that we can spend Christmas with our families and I'm sure we will This week's podcast is a little bit serious. I feel like all my podcasts have been very serious and I'm not really a serious person but I have enjoyed doing them and this week I did really want to speak about mental health because right now is Mental Health Awareness Week. May is actually the awareness month but Awareness Week is the 18th to the 24th of May. The 24th of May is today, it's Sunday and the theme of Mental Health Awareness Week is kindness. And kindness is such a big thing. Being kind to someone and random acts of kindness and just being a kind person 
are things that are very, very important. If you're a kind person and your glass is always half full, you will get more out of life than someone who doesn't like doing things for other people and their glass is half empty. And when you're being kind to someone, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It could be holding the door for someone who's got their arms full. It could be picking something up when someone drops it or just listening to someone. Maybe you come home from work, you've had a bit of a shitty day, you just want to go upstairs, play on your Xbox and ignore the world. But maybe you should sit down and ask your parents, how are you? Are you all right? How was your day? Because they might have also had a shitty day and they might want to speak to you about it. And you rushing upstairs stops them from that. And you've got to think that sometimes maybe you see your grandparents and you walk past them without saying much or you might just say hi. But you might be one of their only contacts that day or one of the only people they speak to that day. And it's so important to talk to people and ask them how they are. Just even if you're not even that interested because it will make them feel so much happier. I do believe that being kind has a positive impact on your mental health. Being kind to someone else makes you feel good on the inside, and I know it makes me feel good. If I've ever picked up something someone's dropped and given it to them, I feel great. I feel like I've really helped someone out. And people are so, like, pleased. I mean, you do get the odd people that might not enjoy your random act of kindness, but a lot of people do. I know... In Cornwall, it became a thing to paint on little stones and leave them around. And it was just something small, but it was kind and it was nice. And it was great to see people finding stones that have been painted on and then replanting them for other people to find. And it was just quite sweet to see that a huge thing came out of this. They call it Kerno Rocks on Facebook, where people have been painting on these stones, planting them around, other people have been finding them, and then they've done it again. And they've started doing it with books as well for children. So if you're a child and you go out, you find a book, you read it, you then put that book somewhere else for someone else, or you might get your own book and leave it for someone to read. And it's a really nice way of sharing things I think that might have died down since COVID, but I'm not 100% sure. Being kind isn't hard either. You can easily be kind to someone. Being kind just means you show a little bit of care and compassion for people around you. And it's easily done. All you have to do is just be kind to those who are near. Maybe you go into work, you're not in the best of mood and you work and you might upset customers or you might not be as friendly to your colleagues but you don't know what they're going through and when you see a customer at work and you come up to you and they ask you for help and you might be rude to them or you might not want to really help them you might be someone they talk to and the only person they talk to that day and you might really make them feel better with a warm reception it's nice to make people feel happy and I think at work Sometimes it can be hard. You might work somewhere where customers can be really annoying at times, but they might just really need your help and they might really need to talk to you, even if it's about something you're not interested in. And it is nice to listen. And I know, especially with older people who I work with, if they're telling me something or they're telling me a story, I listen and I love listening. I think it's fascinating and I love making them feel like they've been heard. And I know that they love telling their stories because it just makes them happy and they relive moments of their life through these stories that they've really enjoyed. Being kind definitely helps other people's mental health. 
there is a study where 63% of adults aged under 45 or 65 said that a random act of kindness made them happier and helped with their mental health and had a positive impact and I think that's great and I think mental health as a whole is a huge 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 component it is massive there are so many mental health illnesses that people can have from depression to anxiety to being bipolar there is so much and I don't even know all of them and I don't know enough about any of them to really overly comment on them because even though you do talk about mental health in college you're never made fully aware of everything and I think that that sucks I think it should be something that is talked about more openly because the more it is talked about the less the stigma around mental health is around and when you look at mental health and suicide they do go hand in hand and sometimes it's seen as not being hand in hand and sometimes there isn't always a correlation between someone who's had poor mental health and suicide and sometimes people say oh they commit suicide because of this and this and this but actually their mental health could have been really bad and suicide is the biggest killer of men under 45 and that is a crazy statistic and I think if there was less of a stigma around mental health it would really 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 stop this happening Because if you think of all the men that have done that, maybe they felt too scared to talk about it. If I talk about it, I'm not manly anymore. Or if I cry, I'm not a man. And I think the whole men have to be strong and powerful and women are weak is just such a stupid thing. I think everyone has days where they want to cry. Everyone cries. Everyone feels like utter shit sometimes. And everyone feels great at other times. And I think that everyone should be able to express how they feel freely without judgment. And I think it is so sad when you think of all the people that have resulted to suicide without being able to speak to anyone because of the way they feel and the way they feel that society will judge them. And it's true, society judges. Society is horrible. But your friends and family care. And in the famous words of Dr Seuss... Those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. And that is so true. If they're your friends, if they're your families, if they're part of your loved ones, they won't mind. And I think people have also got to remember that their family isn't everything. Yeah, you might feel like you have to always get along with your family and they have to always be a part of your life. But if your family are ruining how you feel and they are causing your poor mental health, you have a right to break away and to leave your family you don't have to stay with them and that's the same with friends don't feel bad for ending a friendship or cutting people out of your lives who are ruining your mental health and who you know are having a negative effect on you i know my sister has a friend who she used to be really really close with and they'd always say negative comments and one time she took a photo with this girl and she thought she looked quite good in it and she said ha look at your face you look really ugly in that And yeah, she laughed after she said it, but she never turned around and said, oh, it was a joke. She just said it and it made my sister feel awful and it made her feel really, really down about herself because she thought she looked good in this photo and her friend suddenly said that she didn't. And a lot of things can affect your mental health. I know bullying is a huge thing I know I was bullied in year six and it was awful and 
I am a person that bottles things up. I bottle things up. And then the more you bottle stuff up, the more it does take a toll. And I know for a fact, if I'd spoke to my mum a lot sooner about this bullying, it would have been sorted. But I didn't. I kept it in. I didn't tell any teachers. And it was a few days before Christmas and I just snapped. I was feeling really depressed, really down. I went and spoke to my mum and all of a sudden I burst out crying. I was really, really upset. I told her what had happened and how I was being bullied. And she did speak to the teachers. It did get sorted. And I ended up not being friends with the kids, but it stopped and we were civil. And it was a great feeling to be able to go into school and not panic, not come home and cry to myself while walking the dogs every day. And at the same time, at the time, it felt like everything and it felt like my whole world. And now looking back on it, it was only a small part of my life. It's something I'll always remember. I'm not able to forget what had happened and how they picked on my appearance and how they picked on my weight and how it made me feel and how I'd go home and stressy and I'd cry and I'd be really upset. And I still see those comments now when I look at myself, I think, oh God, I look fat, I look awful. And that's because that's what they'd say to me. And one thing that I hate hearing is how fat people go to McDonald's. That's not freaking true. And people say to me, oh, you love McDonald's, don't you? Thing is, is I'd go um, to Plymouth, our like, closest city, and we'd get a McDonald's, and that would be once every few months. It was so rare, and it was, like, such a treat because we it wasn't something we'd ate. Um, my family have always eaten proper food. We don't eat takeaways, rarely. It's only since I've been with my boyfriend, Jake, that I've had a lot more of them. The thought of going into McDonald's scared me because I was so worried that I was going to get judged or someone would throw a comment at me like, oh, you're fat, like stuff like that. And it's silly. I know that everyone has down days. I especially have them. I haven't experienced any mental health illnesses such as depression, anxiety, bipolar, but I know people who have and people who have been through it and are going through it and they're getting help and I'm there for them. On down days, I do do certain things So I try to relax, whether that means I put on a face mask or I watch a TV show. I just try to kind of take the day slow and just do things little by little. And I don't try and force myself to do stuff because it isn't going to help. And I'll take a walk. If I've had an argument with my mum, I'll leave the house. I'll go on a walk with my dog, listen to some music and calm down. I might be crying. I might be really upset. But I'll go through it, I'll breathe, I'll walk the dog and just getting outside and into nature can really, really help because you see different things and it allows you to clear your mind. I mean, I talk to myself just like this when I'm feeling down and I talk it out loud to myself and talk about it and I replay things in my head and it helps. Being outside of the house allows me to do that and it really, really does help. I might have a bath. I do have a bath quite a bit when I'm feeling rubbish I don't bath often, but when I do, it usually is because I'm feeling down or because I've got a bath bomb from Lush that I need to use up. And I've got one at the moment, but I haven't used it. I don't know what I'm saving it for. I've had it since Christmas from Jake and I need to use it at some point. But I have a bath. A bath is great. Sometimes it's nice to just feel like you're soaking out all the badness. Even though it sounds really weird. <laughs> like I'm not evaporating like a slug. I'm just soaking out my badness into the bath. And once I've had my shower afterwards and gotten dressed... I'm a new me, I'm ready to take on the world again. I cry and I do cry some more and I cry and when I've let things build up and I'm feeling awful, I cry a hell of a lot. 
and it's always good to cry and sometimes when things have built up all you need to do is cry and crying does relieve you of how you're feeling and it makes you feel better and I'll also vent I might vent to myself talk to myself and vent or I might vent to other people to friends sometimes you might feel like you're in a situation where you can't talk to your friends or your family because it's something you don't want to trouble with them with or it's something that you feel like if you tell them say you're falling out with a friend and you want to tell your other friends you might not do it because you think but if I tell them they'll then hate that person and I don't want them to like meet them and dislike them or anything so to try and stop stuff like that you might not say or maybe you won't tell your family because you don't want to trouble them with your troubles on top of their own and that's fair enough but in situations where you're feeling down you should always try to talk to people talking and getting it out in the air definitely helps and it will definitely help you and having a little vent even if it's on snapchat I know when I'm a bit angry or upset I get my snapchat out and I do my little snapchat vlog and I send it to my besties and let them know what's going on in my life and let them know what's happening and why I'm upset because I find that that's such a great way to do it and just breathe you need to relax you need to breathe and just allow yourself to just clear your head and have the headspace and eating is something that I always do when I'm feeling stressed the other day me and mum had an argument even though I was following Slim World I came upstairs I ate loads of chocolate and I felt shit afterwards chocolate doesn't help it doesn't solve your problems yeah it tastes nice at the time but you do regret it after you've eaten it so I don't recommend eating but at the same time if you feel like you need something just to treat yourself and to chill out with have it because you deserve it you do deserve that chocolate but don't overindulge because you will regret it one of the best things to do when you're feeling stressed is to step away from a stressful situation maybe you're in a situation where you're feeling stressed you're feeling a bit crap and you feel like things aren't going to get better or you know the situation is having a bad impact on your health maybe you're at work and it's so stressful and something's happened or you're out with friends you might be starting to feel really anxious and stressed like you don't want to be there or you've got stuff going on at home and you know that if you go out it makes it worse and you don't want to do it don't feel bad for cancelling if you're stressed or a situation is making you feel bad you cancel that you focus on you because at the end of the day you are number one you need you are your top priority you shouldn't worry about how your friends will feel if they're your friends they'll understand that you can't do it or that you don't want to be there because of something and they will listen to you and if they're your friends they'll ask you what's going on and they'll try and help you through it some friends aren't as good at doing that as others and that's because they haven't experienced the same situation and some friends do struggle to understand i know i struggle and have struggled in the past i'm a lot more understanding now but I used to be not so understanding of my friends and their struggles and I feel awful about it but now I can listen and I'm there for them and I'll always ask my friends if they're okay and check in and another thing that you should do is sleep and rest sometimes all you need to do is sleep and have a good sleep and really relax and just shut your mind off and shut yourself off from the world And hopefully you don't have a bad dream. I feel like a bad dream when you're on a bad day will make it ten times worse. 
but just try and just relax and sleep and just get rest recuperate and allow your body to get ready for the new day because it will be a great one once it comes and you just have to allow yourself to get to that point and I think sleeping is so important I know that sometimes when I'm feeling very down I'm drained I go for a sleep or I just chill for the day and I feel so much better the next day because I've allowed myself to have that time especially get an early night have a hot chockey and try and just allow yourself to just get away from it and relax even if you feel guilty for it you need to do it because it's you you're number one and you deserve to look after yourself as well as looking after others you deserve to look after yourself sometimes you do definitely need to take a step back of a situation and think is this situation worth it is it impacting my mental health is what's happening now going to last forever and is it something that is going to impact my life forever Sometimes you might think, this is the worst thing happening to me, this is the worst thing ever, my car's been damaged, I've got no money to pay for it, or I've been in trouble at school, I don't know what's going on with it, and you might think that you aren't going to get through it, but I promise you, you are. You might have no money left in your bank, but have bills that need to come out at the end of the month, and it's not great, but you can get through it, and it's not awful, and in a few weeks' time, you'll look back and think, oh, that was nothing or that didn't actually impact me that much and you do need to take a step back I know when I was in college I was quite badly behaved I think that's how I got my class clown award at the end of it because I did mess around a lot I wasn't the best um teachers didn't really like me and that did make me quite sad I did really want to be liked by teachers but I think as part of being a child of a single parent I, since primary school, felt like I was never as good as the other kids and so it made me try less and I didn't put as much effort in with school because I believed already that I just wasn't good enough and wasn't smart enough at stuff. And by the time I got to college, I was more and more like that, especially in the later years. I started caring so much less when I should have been putting so much more effort in. And I used to get in a little bit of trouble, not all the time, but I got the odd sanctions. I remember one day I was chewing chewing gum in maths and the cover teacher who hated me, she was horrible. She's given me so many sanctions for so many things. And I was chewing chewing gum, she told me to put it in the bin. So I get up to put this chewing gum in the bin and as I'm going to the bin, I'm chewing it as fast as I can and I'm chewing and chewing and chewing really, really quickly to try and get the flavour out. And then she's just like, Ellen, sanction two. And I'm like, what? And she's like, you've got a sanction two, lunchtime. And I said, why? And she goes, because you're chewing your chewing gum. And I said, I'm just trying to get the flavour out. And I remember that night being so upset about it and so annoyed. And it's because I hate getting in trouble. For someone who was naughty, I hate getting in trouble. And I feel like everyone can get away with it, especially in college. All the boys seem to get away with it. But when I did it, it wasn't right and I got in trouble. I used to go to these sanctions and my tutor would double them the next day. And I hated it, having to stand in the science corridor while all the other science teachers, especially my teachers who think I'm a really good student and I work really hard in, because I enjoyed science, I worked hard at it, they'd see me and just think I was like some bad person and it made me feel really worried. And I know when I got in trouble at college very often, I'd be really stressed about it and I wouldn't be able to sleep that night and I'd really, really get worked up about things or the fear of actually getting into trouble over something that had happened. 
and it would work me up and I would have a horrible feeling in the bottom of my stomach of worry now looking back on it if I'd just taken a step back I thought hang on a minute this is only going to matter tomorrow it's not going to matter by Friday it's not going to matter by Monday because it's over by then and the fact that I'm worrying about it now is just so silly and it was just something that I just had to like take a step back and actually think about and I know that at the time it felt huge but it wasn't and I think that teacher giving me a sanction for chewing my gum was just a dick move and she just enjoyed her power too much don't sweat the small stuff that's what the GC says the GC is my idol she also says that her dad's favorite saying is to sleep on it if you ever in a situation that you don't feel happy in sleep on it because tomorrow's a new day and you will feel better by tomorrow I'm not well educated on mental health I really wish I was even though we've learned it over the years we've never really been taught it to the extent and we've never really known the importance of mental health awareness because it's just something that still isn't talked about enough there is still still a stigma that needs to be just completely erased there's nothing worse than people feeling like they can't be themselves and that they can't express themselves or live how they want to live because of stigma but it still happens and it will go one day but it's going to take a very long time because there's always some negative comment and social media when you're feeling down is somewhere you don't want to go because on social media everyone portrays their lives as perfect i do my instagram's full of photos from good times i'd never post a picture of when something goes wrong in my life because my instagram it displays the best sides of my life and the perfect parts of my life and so does everyone else's i don't think i've got any friends who post stuff when their life is going shit it's very rare or you'll see people who post like before and afters maybe it's them when they're feeling really down and them now when they're feeling a lot better and it's rare that you see people post the crap side of their lives but social media really doesn't help i know before i used to go on facebook and i Obviously, my weight's been a huge thing my whole life. I've always felt crap about it. And I scroll through Facebook and there'd be a photo or a video of a fat girl. There'd be so many comments of people just saying negative things and just such horrible things. And it made me be like, oh, if they're saying it about her online, they're thinking it about me in their heads. And there was a video of me. It's, yo, dude, let's hit the surf. It's so embarrassing. It's basically me in the garden with a bodyboard. And I like belly flop on it. I don't know why I thought it was a good idea. I don't know what was going through my head that day. Someone uploaded it onto Facebook. I was so worried at the time. They said they sent it into Lab Bible. It didn't get on Lab Bible. Thank God. But I remember like the pure like worry of Lab Bible getting it and people commenting stuff like, she's fat, she's ugly. Why would she do that? What a stupid fat bitch and stuff like that. And it was really scary and I remember being so panicked about it and luckily it didn't even get accepted. But it's just because online is so negative, there's always a negative comment on everything. You click on random posts and you see someone's put something negative. 
And it's ridiculous. The amount of people that just have to be so negative about everything. No one is ever 100% satisfied. And people feel like on social media they can just say these negative opinions. And I think it's so ridiculous. I know for a fact that if I was watching a TV show or say I was watching something on TV like Love Island, I'd never then go onto Twitter and say, oh, this person on Love Island looks a bit shit or their makeup isn't very nice tonight or his legs look funny. I would never say anything like that. I think this brings today's podcast to a close. To finish off, I'd just like to let you know that there is so many people you can contact if you're feeling down. I'm one of them. The Head in the Clouds podcast at gmail.com. You can remain anonymous or you can just speak to us or even on Instagram, the Head in the Clouds podcast and we will help you get through whatever it is you're getting through we want to listen because we care about you and if you feel like no one cares about you someone does there's always someone who cares and you've got to remember that you matter and you're so important if you're feeling horrible and to the point where you do want to commit suicide or you're just feeling completely down the good samaritans number is 116123 that's 116123 they're open 24 7 you can contact them they are there for you especially in an emergency the nhs also has a very good mental health page they show websites that you can go to for anxiety for bipolar for calm Calm is for men. There's also women's places on there that you can seek help and advice on how you're feeling. And you shouldn't let your feelings go unnoticed because the more you let it slide, the more it builds up. And I just want to wish you all all the best and I hope you're feeling better and I hope you know now that you should go and talk to someone. If you're feeling down, anyone, it can be a completely random stranger online Because someone is always there to listen, even if you feel like you've burnt all your bridges with everyone you know and love, there is always someone there to listen who will care for you. And I hope that you all feel a little bit more positive. I'm sorry that I'm not more knowledgeable on mental health. I really wish I was and I am going to educate myself more on it because it's something, luckily, I haven't had to deal with too much in my life. It's more people around me that I've had that have suffered from it. And I wish I could help them more because I don't know enough on it. And I feel like sometimes they might get annoyed with me messaging. But it's something that a lot of people face and you don't know about. And in other news, to end my week this week, I lost £3 in Slim World. So that was amazing. And I'm feeling really good. I'm going to take that positive into next week and hopefully carry on. Thank you for listening. See you soon. Bye. (laughs)